Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Once airborne, we'll let you know when you may use approved electronic devices, but note that some items may not be used. Oh, welcome to the Cobra Castle, the President VP. I'm the host, Ricky Rifty, the Prez Logan, and I got my co-host, Ricky Etdog VP Etridge. Uh, welcome to the show and welcome, Ed Dog. Uh, how are you this evening, my friend? Oh, I'm very well, mate. I'm just getting ready to watch some football. It is Friday, Friday night, so I'm getting ready. For, I'm getting ready for the Zombies. Yeah, mate. You're honest, already, you're honestly, already. How up and about are you, though? We oh, forgot to mention on the last one, but a comeback of the year. I'm not um, going to lie to you. I was thinking we could have done a bit and acted like these intros because we record them. Like do a little bit there, acting like we're recording Monday's intro at halftime of the footy, and then tonight's intro at full time of the footy, just to save my moves. But at halftime last night, I was calling for the bloody footy club to be sacked and or Warsaw to be sacked, and by the end of the game, I was probably still asking for that. But Joey Danaher, how good is it to see a big tall forward just dominating? Oh. Yeah, well. Yeah, you got one good week out of him, so um, uh, it's one more good one, <laughs> one more week we have for the last two seasons. Yeah, but no, like as much as I hang shit, no, I'm not an Essendon fan. It is good to see him, you know, back out there after the injury woes he's had. He's, uh, you know, he's a decent player. He's he needs to shave off that mo. He's not. Oh uh, yes, you know, he certainly does. It doesn't suit him. It's it's filthy. Um, I, I tell I tell you what, I did take out of last night's game though. Um, it hurts me to say this because it just does, but I do. I'm starting to feel for uh, big Jonathan uh, Patton. It's another big injury. I'm not going to lie. I thought, he, I thought his reaction when he'd done it was he knew it was another knee. And then I'm like, oh, maybe it could be Achilles, and it turned out to be a calf. And it was like, oh, okay. But, uh, but, when they when they originally, well, when he originally sort of started hobbling off and they were pointing at Achilles, I thought straight away Achilles. And oh, geez, that's. And even a calf strain this late in the season, if it's a decent strain, that's for a big bloke like him, he's not, you know, you'd you'd, you'd, you'd be lucky to see him again this year, I think. And it's well, yeah, it's a shame. He he was a you know high well, high draft pick, and yeah, they, they said in the commentary that um, oh, it could be a knee or it could be an Achilles. I just he wouldn't want to see a knee, you know, or you wouldn't want to see an Achilles. And it was a bit like, well, he's I know he's done. A handful of knees, but he's better off doing another knee than doing an Achilles. Like as you are fully aware, I ruptured my Achilles uh, in 2019, and I was told I would have been better off breaking my ankle 16 different ways than rupturing my Achilles. And I was a bit like, okay, that's uh, not what I want to hear. <laughs> what I've just ruptured an Achilles, but because it just it takes 
the it's the longer it's the worst injury you can possibly get. So, but I, I guess mentally another knee probably would have been yeah, worse. Well, you got to think about how much tension is going through that ligament at all times when you're taking off and sprinting and running and stuff, and for that thing to go bang and be ripped in half, and then to you know for it to heal back and get back to normal and you know, you know never... how hard it's been for you at a, as an amateur footballer. Imagine, mm. you know, well, as much what as a... you're going to have all those, uh, the, yeah. the access to the to the technology and everything to help get himself right. Well, what, what am I? We're, what are we? We're 12, 18 months, 15, 16 months uh, post my rupture of Achilles. And I still have times where it tightens up. And so I wouldn't hate to be a... And I don't get an amateur, so I just don't have the luxury of physio every day or every day. But so hopefully he gets, you know, he comes back and you know, he's the calf injury is not as bad as what you know, what first, was first thought could have been last night. Yeah, yeah, unfortunate incident, and mate, he's had he's had the worst luck out of uh, a lot of players out there, which is a shame. But mate, but as you just heard yourself, you know, you just heard myself and Rifty. Talk about footy, not you know, actual going ons. You want to hear myself and Richie chat about more footy? Fourth and long podcast. We we're on there last week. We actually spoke about relevant stuff and having football. Yeah, mate. and um, just you know, help and educate the Americans on the Aussie game and fill them in on what's what. Um, but all right, we've got a big episode coming up, mate. This is uh, the visual episode. Yeah, yeah this one, mate. We. It's a bit different. We get a you know PowerPoint presentation. Um, we get yeah. So you get you don't just hear the stories. You get to put some pictures to the to the stories it tells. And um, so we're going over to Russia. We're going to Saint Petersburg, and it's, you know it's not something I knew much about football in Russia. So it was it was a very uh, informative chat with uh, Slava. And he's he's a, he's a well-travelled man from our conversations we've had with people. Yeah, mate, he's been around and he's played a couple of different places around the world and he's umpired, he's done all sorts of stuff. And I'll tell you what, there's one thing that we walked away from this chat is, that, mate, this guy is passionate about football, that's for sure. Um, and so, all right, let's get into it because it is a long one. But enjoy this chat with Slava from the St. Petersburg Cats. And we'll catch you on the next one. All right, today we would like to welcome our guest all the way from St. Petersburg in Russia, uh, from the president of the St. Petersburg Cats and AFL Russia, Slava Belov. Uh, welcome, mate. Hi, guys. That's, thank you for having me. Ah, thank you for joining us. We're, we're very keen to learn about uh, not only the St. Petersburg Cats, but footy in Russia. Um, and first of all, I, I want to know, how the hell did you come across Aussie rules in the first place? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a long but straightforward story. It uh, started back in 2012. Uh, I had a trip to Australia. Uh, it's a vacation, uh, and it was a long three-week uh, journey. And uh, I believe it was four days I spent in Melbourne, and one day. Uh, it happened that uh, nap cap uh, evening uh, play 
was at the Doha Stadium. So I got a glimpse of uh, Aussie rules uh, back in Russia on Eurosport too. So and it's uh, it was I couldn't understand anything about it. So it was like I tried to dig into it. But uh, because of their schedule and the time difference, I never uh, had a chance to make it regular. But then in Melbourne, I say, hey, uh, why not? And uh, went uh, to the stadium. And uh, th this uh, year's, uh, you remember better than me, that they have this mini tournament each night, game night. So it was uh, Saints, uh, Geelong, and uh, St. Kilda. So they played small matches against each other with their nine-pointer if it's uh, behind their arc. And uh, I can tell you that uh, I fell in love with the game uh, because uh, when you see it on, on the screen, uh, it's a fragmenter, so you don't see the full picture. Uh, it's, uh, you don't see the, the whole dynamic. And uh, especially why it was good that we, uh, they have these three matches. I said in the first row, I saw that like players, I could almost touch them. Then I sat on the third uh, uh, tier seats to see the whole picture. And that's uh, where it got serious. So I realized this is, it's, it's a hell of a battlefield. So it's one place you got uh, the right contest here. You got guy injured. Then you have um, their water carrier running with water. And it was really amazing. And uh, St. Kilda's fans shared with me that, I don't know why, but it's really impressed me. So because of the, uh, the scale of events, so how you make the interchange. So you have the... Uh, the manager on the second tier calling to the bench and the guy on the bench making notes gives it to the coach bench. Um, then he gives their instructions to runner and the runner runs across the, the freaking field and then how make the interchange. I don't answer. This is like I say, wow. So it's sort of something uh, serious is going on. And um, I went back, uh, went back home and uh, I downloaded some, I believe it was 2011 Grand Final, uh, Geelong uh, versus Pies, and we watched it with, uh, with mates. And uh, since then, uh, I started following the, the cats. So I just, it's, you know, it's like, it was three clubs and I saw answer. I don't know, St. Kilda, I don't know, uh, Swans and Elf. So Cats and uh, St. Petersburg, so it's they're like Navy City, so the blue colors kind of match in. So I followed the Cats uh, on Facebook, uh, and uh, later th the same year, I went uh, on my scholarship studying in the University of London. And then uh, I believe I saw their advertisement on the Facebook page. Hey, uh, we, we are West London Wildcats, so come and join us. So, and uh, I'm a sport geek, so I already started to do some uh, movement to join, to play a bit cricket, to see what's going on in the uh, Irish community with their, all their healing stuff and uh, what's rugby. And so I click on the advertisement uh, and what's uh, 
amazed me that uh, how open community was. So compared to anything that I met in London in terms of sport before. So I said, hey, I have no experiences. They said, we don't care. So just come join us. Um, so it turned out. So I found out it's a bit later uh, in the, the training process and there was, uh, was small talks with other uh, club mates. So in FL London, they have this nice idea. So that when you're playing, you have their, uh, the cap on Australians on the field. So uh, basically, if uh, uh, London they play play full level, so eight in a side, and you in any uh, part of the uh, game you can ha cannot have more than nine Aussies uh, on the field. So they are really encouraging uh, encouraging to get more uh, Irish, uh, Kiwis, uh, uh, British, uh, international people uh, on board. So. Uh, and it was uh, so, and because of my international passport, I got uh, more chances to play on the level. In any, in any other case, I would never imagine. So um, I can say that FL London, I, I, now I can, I have uh, things to compare with. It's a really uh, tough competition. So, uh, and it was an amazing season. So I played the whole season. Uh, we, we had the three types of competitions. So premiership, second, and uh, social. So I started in social. Then when it sort of started the holiday season, people started to take vacations. So more sports were available in the upper teams. So, and uh, I got a chance to play for the second team, for the first team. So, uh, scored a few goals, made a few bombs, but majority, you know, what our, we call the unrewarded riding. So, because co coaches, they were aware so, of my ability to say, hey, Slava, you see this number seven, this you guy, uh, don't, don't lose him. So, and that's how I spent basically the summer 2013. So, I just running around uh, uh, somewhere in the midfield across uh, probably the same level of, uh, of skill guy who, because uh, I, won't, I won't be covering the uh, guy with a good skill, he'll just run away from me. So, and uh, at the end of the season, uh, all three of our teams went to the final, grand final, and I played for the only team that lost so the third team we lost to Reading Kangaroos so I played for Ealing Imus it was a bit of shame but it's uh, I can tell you that was amazing experience uh, and uh, in both in their on field and their um, what I really like about not only Australian football but it's a common thing for uh, Australian sport the uh, sporting governance is just it's just top so uh, it's it takes the best from European organization when you have promotion and relegation and you have best from uh, professional leagues from America so you and you mixing it in nice uh, in nice fashion and it works um, really amazing so we had the uh, club structure with presidents with uh, committees and uh, I really took a lot in really in the 
envision how their grassroots sport should be run. So how it could be safe, self-sustainable, how, especially compared to, we, in Russia, we have different uh, history of sport in 20th century. And any sporting organization, any sporting entity kind of should be linked to either unity or some uh, local government. And we still struggle to have this independent club thinking. Uh, we have it in American football in Russia. So it's uh, really big, uh, the best case, uh, sh showcase scenario for us. So we're kind of aiming, so they have, uh, they started in the early nineties, but now they're quite big. So, and basically when I returned to uh, St. Petersburg, uh, I say, hey, that's uh, the sport I want to cherish and run here in, in, in my hometown. Yeah, it's, uh, that's awesome that you uh, fell in love with it in Australia, got to play it in, yeah. in London, and then you've taken it all the way back to Russia. Um, so how, how did you start the St. Petersburg Cats and... I'm guessing you just chose the cats because you you started. Yeah, it's them. sir. Yeah, it's sir. So let me just uh, pause. Uh, can can you give me the ability to share the screen? It's working out. So first of all, yeah, this is the wild cats uh, back in London. So this is this is uh, my face. Basically, this is how I kept my face for the whole of the season. Uh, and it was, it was really amazing community. So, and uh, then um, when, when I returned home, so I reached to my friends. So we started the one-page one constitution. So we started so, so social media step-by-step. Step. We started um, reaching friends. Uh, and colleagues. So, and uh, the best thing about Australian food is that you need a, basically you, you need nothing. So you need. Uh, so I had experience with cricket, with field hockey, uh, with baseball, but you need a lot to run any of that. So uh, also, I submitted their uh, startup uh, club program for FL Europe. And they sent us a bag of footies because when we started, we have two footies, one Lira boat uh, brought back from Australia. We broke it on the first training session. And the sand we have a QB, uh, KB from London because it was uh, during one of the training sessions, uh, one of the coach gave me the piece of mud and said, hey, Slava, you want to... You want a ball, so I took it, I cleaned it, and so this was this only ball we started in St. Petersburg. Uh, then uh, we started in 2014, and then we built up uh, through the uh, winter uh, training session, autumn training session. Basically, this is was the average turnout of their training session of 2014-2015. So. Uh, it, it was often the case uh, when I was the only person to show up. So uh, I just, with a bag of footies, I uh, go to the public uh, park, see no one's come around. I wait, I give it so like five, ten minutes and just walk away. Uh, and really it took a lot of um, 
uh, dedication and just uh, you know build and they will come across so when you just doing the same thing so people get, get getting used to, to uh, what's going on so they're building their plans around the training session not the other way around so you can see that yes yeah, so this is uh, left uh, left to right this is several so one of the first person that joined us who I met in the in the club so uh, then uh, Alexander Dobrody, he, he used to be my colleague. We worked in one company. And then Ilya Carter, who was uh, jo joined us as well. Uh, and you can see the AFL uh, Foodies that was a part of a startup program. And then later, so we, during this uh, season, mid-season, we had a lot of meetings because hey no one knows the rules so you don't <laughs> don't don't uh, mistake it so it's people get uh, how do you say they got fashion they see the chance to participate in something new but uh, they have uh first uh, they started playing early then they've seen their first match they don't have this um uh the critical amount of rules to grasp to feel the game to feel how it's uh, actually uh, uh, going so yeah so you can see i'm explaining their their uh, the protected area we got into this a lot and um back then in 2015 uh, 14 15 we we had uh, a few uh, teams in, in in Russia. It was started in 2011 by the uh, um, Mr. Scott Roger. Uh, he started uh, it, it's all in, back in 2011. Uh, he thought we, we we spoke a lot. Uh, we're still good friends now. Uh, he's now uh, st uh, running, uh, starting up food uh, in Poland. So it's last year, Polish Devils uh, first participation in AFL Europe Cup. So it, uh, it's uh, his um, uh, job. And uh, yeah, and they have few uh, clubs uh, in Moscow that played like four, t uh, four times a year. So like two match days in, in spring, two match days in uh in autumn so and we were really so this is uh, really had like 10 people uh in 2015 myself i'm shooting this uh, this image and uh, we yeah it's our, our first game away match uh, match day in moscow so uh probably you already know it in europe we play we mostly play nine aside on uh, soccer or uh rugby pitches so it's uh, the full team with with two interchanges. It was the first big success for us, and uh, I can tell you that well, it was a hell of a game day. It was like uh, we were happy, but uh, for nine of ten people, it was first time they ever played Australian footy. So ever. So we have only training sessions. Uh, then I had approach, so I tried to build it like I saw it in London. So we then we uh, 
uh, building your training session around their exercises. So you have few uh, big exercises with a lot of uh, long, uh, long kicks and passes. And um, now, nowadays, uh, we keen to make more uh, actual game. So to, to build up on, their, on the quantity of uh, playing time. So uh, we had like, it was mini tournament. So we had like three or four mini games. And the uh, first three, I think we lost with a combined uh, score of zero to, I don't know, 200. So it's, uh, it was trashing. So people really didn't know uh, what to do, who to tackle, how to actually, uh, where to run so um, uh, but uh, the last game uh, it was uh, um, the it was a team uh, from uh, rugby academy so uh, we managed to kick one goal we, we managed to score uh, our first points so I don't believe that it was Vladimir so let me let me, show, let me show it him. So it's uh, uh, my ex-schoolmate, uh, so it's Vladimir Malgin, uh, who made a lot of contribution in the early stages of um, uh, St. Petersburg Cats. So uh, I know he scored the first goal. And uh, yeah, so this is how, and this is, yes, this, 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 this is the team. So uh, the organizers, they were really nice. And they, uh, beside that we, we took uh, the, the fourth place, they say, hey, you're the winner, the, the real winner here. So congratulations, here's your cup. We say, thank you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, starting from there, we, uh, we started to build up. I, I believe I can remember everyone's name, so it's... Uh, Simon, Dmitri, Dmitri, Sevalotseva, Sasha, Alex, uh, Ilya, Alex, Vladimir, and Alex. And he, this guy used to be my uh, chef on work, not chef, the, my boss at work. So, and, and this is, I, I do have this phase a lot I, when I play Australian football, I can say. So, yeah, and then um, this is, was our first match day. And um, so we started to build up from that. And um, I, I would say that the turning point was that uh, uh, my friend in Moscow uh, had an idea. Hey, I know the guy who knows the guy. And... Uh, uh, we can uh, pitch Australian football uh, to the biggest uh, Russian sporting website. So uh, it's it's a dedicated sport. I know that in Australia, in, uh, in in the British Island, people usually go to I don't know BBC Sport or Fox Sport. This is dedicated, like uh, sporting, and we build up our pitch around uh, that. Hey, we have uh, Airfield Europe Cup in a few months and this is really your chance to actually be a part of national team so try uh, 
join us. So uh, we made it clear that we're emerging sport. You need to afford to take uh, to, to pay for your tickets to go to um, uh, Port, Port, Portugal. And uh, we got this uh, this form people can submit. And uh, we have, uh, I say, 12 people turning on in St. Petersburg, 10 in Moscow. And in St. Petersburg, we had bigger retention. So all people who show up then in 2016, still playing, still a part of the community. And uh, yeah, we uh, had this new momentum to have people uh, follow the sport. Uh, we had new people join the club and um, we uh, had uh, a new people. Let me show you photo from 2016. Uh, anyway, uh, so 2016, ah, uh, yes, here it is. Uh, so it was uh, the last um, uh, time for the Russian national team so far when we had people from Moscow participating. So since uh, we we had, unfortunately, uh, this is this is Sergei Darovsky who made. Uh, contribution and give this idea to have this combined for Russian national team. And we had one and two Moscow guys. I don't remember unfortunately their names. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, three. So, and um, uh, since then, uh, basically only people from St. Petersburg Cats are members of uh, uh, Russian national team. So it's got really declined in Moscow. Uh, we won Russian national AFL Russia in 2017. That's uh, got a big, how do I say, made a big damage for their, uh, for the self-respect and for their community in Moscow. They suddenly, they lost a bit of interest playing this game. Uh, I understand it's, uh, it's so uh, it's interesting to make trashing, but <laughs> uh, I couldn't, since handle, then, couldn't handle the defeat, eh? Yes, yes, but they they still recovering, and we still we desperately want them fully back because it's uh, we need this uh, uh, at least to uh, full uh, local competition in, in Russia. So, for, uh, what's uh, about myself? I unfortunately I couldn't join this. Uh, Russian national team back then because I got um, business trip. I had to go to business trip to, to the US, but it's turned out really well. So it turned out that I had a chance to play for the Fort Lauderdale uh, Fighting Suites in the US, US AFL Nationals. So don't get me wrong, when you see I, I've been through this back in London. Uh, I, I called the guys um, uh, and I say, so uh, what was his name? Um, 
So I just want to uh, I just want to say uh, Tom Hacker. So he was a president back then in 2016, uh, and said, "Hey, uh, I know you have a club, so I'm in in your town. Can I go to the training session?" They say, "Hey, come join us." And then next week they say, "Hey, we have our finals. What do you, do you want to join?" Uh, I knew that when team gets people from the street for the for their team, that it's uh, we probably won't be, do do the finals. So, but I joined, and uh, it was really a great experience. Uh, so I met a lot of people. I. I, I was really amazed and surprised how good uh, Australian football is in America. So it was like, I never seen it. So it was uh, uh, there, all can you see uh, uh, distance, all there's these ovals. And it was like four divisions, uh, each, eight team each. A women division, so 18 aside, two days of competition. It's like uh, it's another planet. So I never seen something even close uh, in Europe. So uh, and um, the good thing I met a uh, long friend of uh, Saint Petersburg Cats, uh, Tony Farhead from Perth. He was back then. He was uh, on the board at US Suffolk. So. Uh, sport developing team and uh, he helped us uh, he's uh, went to St. Petersburg he helped us uh, a lot with their support with their uh, recommendation how to run the competition how to the overall and uh, yes yeah, so since then since 2016 uh, we have this uh, big unified effort, both for the Cats, uh, for the St. Petersburg and for AFL Russia. So basically it's uh, one initiative group who's running. Yeah, yeah and the best thing uh, from uh, those uh, combined uh, actually turned out that we or other people could help me fully run the organization because to be honest by that time I got to a bit burned out uh, it's uh, you're, you you're running sport club you know it's a tough trade you need to, to it's a uh, low rewarding tough work so why the hell I'm still doing this <laughs> and uh, uh, and actually uh, yeah the people who joined they help to turn things around uh, to help with day to day to their uh, to their um, strategic development to their uh, develop uh, to their competition organization yeah it, it was a blast so you've also um, done a bit of umpiring as well oh yeah so what happened in 2017 um, uh, we had agreement with uh, Moscow guys that um, was lazy call uh, lazy callers back then uh, nice nice name by the way they changed it I don't know why 
it's a, it's a one of the best names in because well, uh, uh, in Europe we're a bit boring in terms of names. Uh, uh, not the person from uh, Saint Petersburg can say to say this, but it's we, anywhere you go, you have uh, uh, Zagreb Hawks, you have uh, I don't know, so um, you have uh, South London Giants. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, in America, by the way, they have for the, like the golden gate, uh, the gold, uh, San Francisco golden gates, you have, uh, um, what is it? Wisconsin's icebreakers. They had it all around. Yeah. So w what happened in 2017, uh, we had a game agreed with Moscow, but then turned out last minute. So literally the, the, uh, Friday night on the Saturday afternoon before the Saturday game they said ah guys unfortunately we're not coming and we had the pitch prepaid so we got really mad and uh, we got psycho so we started running AFL St. Petersburg so Spuffle SP, SPFL so you can see you can see the logo so right here and um, so we did uh, the hell of a job to get uh to get us to, into two teams so to cats and tigers and um we play we we decided that uh in long term it makes more sense for us to uh focus on the local competition because uh we fully govern it we fully we don't have some independent guys who say hey we're not coming so uh and we this we put a goal to play as much games as possible because again back then we had like four games a year so for the whole season you played four games that's it and we started playing uh, local competition cats against tigers and um, so this is how it was back then i believe it's, it was actually the first game I'm not empowering, uh, I wasn't empowering this game, but uh, it turned out really, really quickly. Like the third game, we realized we need umpire. So uh, probably it's not, there is, uh, for you it's obvious, you cannot play Australian football. And now it's obvious for me, you cannot play Australian football without your umpire. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not one of those games. It's, uh, uh, you must, have so, someone who say, hey, we stop playing. Hey, we continue playing. Uh, and, uh, but we probably needed some uh, maturity of the community, of the teams, of the gameplay to realize that the umpiring is actually, we, which is our uh, glass ceiling. So this is where we, uh, that's what's stopping us from the development. And so, I took their online online course in uh, AFL coaching or something. So again, uh, so why it's amazing how well organized the Aussie rules uh, in terms of governance. I'm go I'm paying twelve Australian bucks. I'm going to online course. Bam! I'm a certified umpire. So and it's a. Uh, it's really important because it's, uh, I'm going to my community and say, hey, I'm official amp. So, and they respect me in this uh, manner. 
plus I have all needed tips. I got all uh, vision on how to umpire. I learned the rules because uh, we didn't know so some stuff uh, back then, like so uh, that you must play uh, behind inside the goal in, inside the goal post. Um, so, some small things, but uh, that's uh, heavily punishing and he heavily punished uh, in the international competition. So and yes, so since then. I umpired more games than I actually played. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit missing, so just go to the to the major day and play. But um, I see how important uh, for the community, for the for the guys to have uh, some umpiring that they can trust, they can respect, they can just. Say, hey, if I'm whistling, it's a, that's it. They, so we do not have escalations on the field. And beside that, it's, we have uh, our local competition. Is, uh, uh, it's internal, so we don't have separation. We have we're one community. We have one club. We have one organization running two teams. And, but still, sometimes it could get really hot on the field. So it's for people starting to do stuff. And uh, we, do, we did a lot of, uh, not a lot, but we, I do believe we did excellent job uh, in empowering uh, in terms uh, how to actually build up our skill. First of all, we returned back in 2018 uh, from Cork. It was uh, uh, FL Europe Cup. We didn't perform well. Uh, it was a rainy average day all the way long and uh, we realized that we need changes and uh, we say hey so what we're going to do uh, from the next season we will not allow players to pick up uh, to kick the ball if it's on the ground because what we had a lot in our local competition so I'm running I see the footy I'm kicking it so because I think I will have better chance to pick it up in the next five meters because I have a block on my back. And uh, it turned out it's a dead end uh, skill development. So you just cannot uh, build up from that. So, and we encouraged, so if I see a person does it intentionally, I'm whistling, it's a free kick. And in one or two games, we turned this way, uh, this around. And so people starting to actually picking up the ball. Because it's, again, when you have no, a lot of uh, footy background, it's scary. So you have a footy and you have like five blocks into this. You, you don't want to be part of it. But um, we kind of worked this through. And uh, what we did in the last season, um, we introduced their... Um, how do I say it's the personal statistic? So for the comp uh, for the competition, yeah. So uh, it was a simple stuff that uh, it's amazing how easily it could be implemented. So uh, and uh, uh, what we did, I saw it first time back in London uh, when I watched the local uh, rugby union game. And I saw a coach making statistic. Hey, this 
guy making tackle, this guy making tackle, this guy making tackle. And obviously it was uh, for internal information. So they, in rugby union, they never would put some of these statistics somewhere. But it's, I say, hey, it's something we can work with. And uh, what we did, we have one person on the sideline with their pen uh, and just um, like, like we, we have like simple table. So it's like number one mark. I'm putting another mark, another mark, another mark, another mark. Hey, five marks. So, and uh, uh, I'm as empire. I'm yelling the number of the guy uh, who scored. Uh, the block who got be, uh, behind. So we introduced uh, some new feature that is not usually the part of uh, their um, uh, scorebooks uh, assist to make it more compelling to the to the guys uh, who came back from ice hockey, from full, from soccer, to get them this uh, to basically to have more people participated because uh, you see that it's not many people scoring. So, and also we have this uh, statistic for, for, uh, for tackling. On, it's on the tackle that resulted in uh, holding the ball. We, we cannot ta uh, record any tackle, so we know that uh, crazy here. And uh, turned out that gave uh, us a structure that gave us uh, the sense of uh, that it's a serious business. So, Hey, if I'm the contender for the best goal kicker of the year, why do I miss? Why do I miss the next game? So why do I uh, go to the barbecue with my friends? It's a, it's it's it's, it, it's a lot of stake. Uh, so and at the end of the season, we have uh, there some uh, summary table. So yeah, so this is. Uh, Two teams. This is uh, who, who played more matches, who made most uh, goals and tackles, and uh, basically uh, we 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 do it uh, two persons only. I'm on the um, on the pitch. I have the walkie-talkie with uh, with earbuds, just saying, "Hey, number this, number that," and uh, one person who's who's actually my girlfriend. Uh, she's just putting. And then you have you need like uh, ten minutes back home just to pull it together, and then we can have something like this. So it was um, the um, uh, party, the season-ending party last year. This is Pavel, who's the best uh, goals kicker, has thirty-six uh, goals, two hundred and forty-six points, and uh, yeah, he's he, he's one of the best. Uh, I, I would say, and uh, yeah. So now we have like, um, yeah. So we have this. Uh, we have twelve rounds. So we didn't have, uh, uh, didn't hold the grand final because it was a uh, table uh, point uh, decision that Hawks won. And uh, yeah, so. We now we're playing more and more games each season, and it's now uh, the difference between people playing now compared to two years ago. 
that um, when you're playing four games a year and you know how, uh, and I'm, you're picking up the ball and it's probably your first uh, possession in the year besides this, your third game. Uh, it could be very nervous. You don't know, hey, what I'm doing? And you're getting up or holding the ball. When you're playing uh, 36 games in the last uh, two years, you don't care anymore. So you just got the ball, you're playing on, you're kicking. And uh, I think it's the most important thing that changed, that people started um, to get into that play. Yeah, and back uh, to my umpiring, yeah, so, yeah, this is uh, in the middle of the, of the tournament. Um, the funny thing, uh, I can uh, remember funny story. Uh, we had it where we have it. Uh, what game was it? Uh, yeah, so you can see the last game of the season. Uh, and uh, we have after the siren kick. And uh, it is 69 to 68 to Hawks. And uh, the block from the, from the Tigers, uh, he's kicking it. And goal and footy goes to in, inside uh, the goal and it is touched and it goes inside. And everyone's mad, uh, uh, got mad. So, so Slava, uh, is it one point? Is it no point? Is it, I don't know, goal? What's going on? I say, I have no idea. <laughs> I know idea what, what, what you need to do. I say, hey, calm down, calm down. So what do we do? What do we do? So I, I have friends, so I, made few, I will make a few calls. So uh, I, I'm on the phone. I'm calling to FL Europe, uh, to the uh, general manager, to Ryan, uh, the best guy. Uh, I'm calling. He, he's not picking up. I'm calling to my, um, my friend back in, Austra in, in Australia, to, in Perth, to... Uh, Tony and uh, saying, Tony, this is the situation. So I'm in his saying, so this is, so I think it is, this is what you need. So it's a, uh, it's a touch. It's a no goal after the siren and say, okay, but he said, no, but hold on. I will make another call. I say, okay. So uh, then I, I go back to the team teams and say, Hey guys, we need a delay. We need a delay. So, but because we're doing, so where is it? Uh, we actually doing after each game. Where? Yeah, so we we doing photos for the publicity, and for, so we need to make a photo. So what should we put on the board score? So what 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 do we do? So let's say hey. Let's uh, make a photo with all three results, and just when we have when we have feedback, <laughs> we we will just uh, put put it put it through. So and yeah, but uh, then my friend uh, uh, from Australia, he's calling me. He said because he has these connections to uh, to the uh, West Australia League, so the FL. He said I called a guy who's the actual umpire. He didn't call names, but I called the actual umpire. And he told me, so this, uh, 
it's a one one pointer, uh, and this is uh, this is uh, how how we decided um, the end of the game. So it's a, it's, a, it's a funny story. No, it sounds like um, yeah, something very different. Having to make a few phone calls to try and work out a result. Yeah, yeah. but um, that's the yeah. second time Ryan's come up tonight. Um, in our conversation with clubs, and he sounds like an absolute ripper bloke. I reckon we might need to get him on the pod rift. But um, what do you guys do for some fun? So your social side of stuff. Um, I would say that um, the demographic for our our community, um, I would say it's a bit old. So it's uh, um, so above thirty. So it's your average uh, age. So we have like few people that are uh, younger than 30 years old. And um, we turning out, uh, we're trying to build it. Uh, there's um, Australian football as a family event. So people don't get separated from their families on the Saturdays when we play. Other way around, they're bringing up their, uh, their wives, their girlfriends, their kids to get uh, the fun on the sideline. So uh, we uh, do a lot of um, uh, social bonding when we're going to the away games. Uh, so uh, when we uh, did the, our trip to Ireland, it was a big... Uh, uh, road trip across the island uh, for the team. So, but about of that, so we're, we're having beers, we celebrate uh, pre-seasoners, after-season. Uh, we're trying to do the, the best when we go abroad. So, to bond with the local communities. And uh, we are not that much uh, uh, we're not running some special uh, social outings because we're respectful of their people's times. Everyone got families, got other interests. Because for majority of people who actually play good, uh, Australian football is still the second sport. So if I'm playing Australian football on Saturday, uh, you can bet that I'm playing, I don't know, ice hockey on uh, a Wednesday night or I play or I'm cycling or I'm hiking or I'm do other things so yeah but uh, we uh, we try to do a lot a bit of uh, how do I say it uh, ruffles back then uh, in the early days uh, so I did some, you know, when you're buying for one number from one to hundred and then you got their ruffle sell uh, with the free prizes for, from a sponsored body. It didn't, um, it didn't work that well. So we uh, tried different format. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, some unique challenges you have and it's, um, quite the story of, of how you, you're able to, to get the build up footy in St. Petersburg. And it's yep. quite, it's quite incredible riff because like most majority of these ones that we do, uh, we're sort of asking questions, but 
he's given such good answers, and I'm actually like you know, engrossed, engrossed in the answers he's given, in depth in the pitches. It's it's quite incredible that yeah, the challenges he has across there to get the game grown, but the effort that he's going to do it, and yeah, you know, the statistics thing. I was, I'm not too sure if you guys could see me, but I was um my glasses are now on because I was actually paying like trying to look at the statistics and you know work yep. out who had a good season. There was one bloke he uh. I think he had one goal and six assists in a game, and the bloke that he got the most goals had one assist. And yeah, no, it's in, credit to you guys for what you do across there. I tell you what, it's it's impressive. And um, to be sitting there umpiring and also giving out the stats at the same time to your partner on the bench, on the sidelines, it's a, it's a yeah. different way of doing it. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's really, um, I can tell you that. Um, why I think it's it's working well for us, um, uh, because what, the most important thing I, I still do believe in that is the support of international community. So it's tremendous. It's, sir, I cannot stress enough how important it is in any stage of the develop our development cycle of our uh, life cycle of our community. Because in the early stage, we had the support from people who running World Footy News, our friend Wesley Hull uh, in Queensland, uh, AFL Europe, uh, who really supported us with their uh, second-hand jerseys, with, uh, with the footballs. Uh, also, we had um, help from AFL Europe. We had uh, organized uh, the St. Petersburg Cup back in 2018. So, uh, it wasn't the first uh, international tournament for in in, uh, in 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 Russia, but um, uh, we had the Helsinki team. We got uh, people from uh, Ireland. We got people uh, uh, from London came uh, to play the game. People from Moscow, obviously. So and uh, so, let me show. And the same. It was. We had our coaching certification back in 2018. Uh, this, uh, you, uh, the AFL Europe doing a tremendous, absolutely tremendous job supporting, building up the community. And uh, having this help, it's much easier. Uh, but still, uh, I do believe what's really worked well for us, that we had really, really good basis we had really good, um, how do I say it, mindset. So we wanted to be self-sustainable uh, organization, which not depending on uh, some funds, uh, some uh, now and then contributions uh, from people. So uh, we build up. We we've been building up from uh, from stretch, and we were. Uh, I've been selling the idea. Hey, this is your unique opportunity to be on top of sport in your country. So this is your fast track. Not only be uh, you, you can be the best in your sport. It's of course it's the principle of the low base, and uh, but it's a something that i can tell you that people uh australian football is an easy sport to sell absolutely so when people get hands on footy when they catch the mark when they kick the ball when they see how dynamic it is they usually stay 
and uh, but they need that feeling where they're standing and all my efforts are not that good of a how do i say it, project manager and organizer i would uh, that's why i need to uh, give an uh, extra heads up to our uh, general manager and director in St. Petersburg, Pavel Yelisev, he, here in the center. Uh, he's the guy who can make, I don't know, 20 phone calls and say, hey, will you come? Will you come? Hey, you're, you're coming. So I cannot do it. So I, will, I'm, I'm fo I can only bring this sense of the community, of their bigger picture. And I can say this is... Uh, uh, why are you doing this? But uh, if we if we had only myself in the community, we'd still be like three people in winter, very passionate, but uh, going nowhere. So uh, this is why it's really important uh, to have uh, diverse in terms of skills uh, communities. So if you you feel that you're burning out, you have people to actually uh, keep up. Uh, we're not uh, that formal. Uh, I try to implement this uh, uh, Australian and British approach when you have committees, when you have a president elections, when it's regular, when it's uh, you have uh, meeting minutes uh, filled in. It's not uh, working well because people, they don't probably need it. So they don't see it in other sporting uh, entities they are participating. So it doesn't bring much value for them but um, it's really important to give people the sense that what they're doing that they're part of the community it's not something they they just kicking the ball in their yard it's uh, it's serious it's a part of their life now uh, and I can tell you that sir, we uh, talked with Ricky before we started recording so uh, uh, that I'm working as a product manager and I can say that being a part of this community was the biggest uh, how to say I I really strengthened my soft skills so because uh, soft skills is something when you mm, you have no actual leverage for the people but you need them to do something you not you want, but what better. And it was really because you have uh, like 20 guys who actually in every moment, each of them can say, hey, go to hell. I will do what I want. <laughs> and they, we, so, and this is really amazing how you, without actual leverages, without actual um, uh, things, people dependent, then you're building up some values that are being the part of their they had their families and it's really uh, in these terms it's it's really uh uh say it's paying back it's uh, it's really uh, amazing being part of this process yeah i could imagine it would be it's um incredible thing that you're doing across there and like yeah, me and rift you've got a run sheet in front of us the things that to ask you and You've done such a good job, mate. We haven't been needed. This has been fantastic, Rifty. Just be able to sit back, 
listen to him talk about you know St. Petersburg and footy in Russia and actually just enjoyed listening. This is what it feels like. So, Rifty, this is what it feels like when I listen to the podcast back at work. I just get to listen, don't need to do much work. It's been fantastic. But um, you know, you've literally covered everything. So, Rifty, you got anything else, mate? Uh, so that, yeah, here we can. No, I just want to thank you for joining us, mate. And um, you're doing a great job. And it's great that not only have you started creating a little community that you're you're using those the skills and stuff that you've learned from being involved in an Aussie rules community to help you in your work life and um and hopefully there's more people over in St. Petersburg and hopefully you know Moscow can get another team back up and um you can continue yeah, so, to grow the game in Russia. Yeah, thank you. So let me just uh cover some few photos I have uh and just um yeah, and they have reboot of uh, footy last season uh, in Moscow. They are Mo- Moscow beers now. Uh, so we put, uh, they joined us in St. Petersburg Cup last year uh, when we played uh, Moscow beers, uh, St. Petersburg Cats, uh, St. Pe- uh, Northern Tigers, and and Hawks. I believe we have we. No, I believe we had uh, three teams. I, I'm not sure. So anyway, uh, and uh, let me just cover some photos that been, haven't been covered yet. So this is, was our first uh, away trip to Helsinki. This we, we this is our friend. Uh, what's his name? I don't remember. Fortunately, good bloke in Helsinki. Uh, so we actually had only five people uh, to get to Helsinki games. We joined their Helsinki Vasa and um, Turku teams. But last year when we went to Helsinki, we actually won every game. So it's uh, worked uh, well for us. Uh, this is uh, the photo of our, us winning their Russia, AFL Russia. So... On the away soil, it was a, it was a, it was the best day of the year back then. It was a really amazing. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, a bit bragging. This is my, this is my, this is my goal. Yeah, this is uh, this is my, this this is my goal in uh, for the national team. Just uh, uh, I can I, I must mention that uh, our community, first of all, Pavel Yelisev, we build up brand new tournament Baltic Cup. So we had our first tournament Baltic Cup in Saint Petersburg. We hosted Helsinki team, but last year we hosted it in Tallinn. So, uh, because our geography, we really good uh, located, so it's uh, easier for us to go to Helsinki, Moscow. And uh, it w- actually was the first time uh, Australian football was played in Estonia ever. So, uh, it was international tournament with, uh, uh, with uh, f- uh, teams from... Uh, Polish, we, we ha- Poland. Yeah, yeah, we had Poland Devils. We had two teams from St. Petersburg. Uh, we had people from Moscow teams joined one team, one hour teams. When we we had uh, Helsinki, and we have uh, Sweden. So we had uh, Natalia Dokas. So 
it was really good tournament. Um, so this is uh, the the end of the tournament. So it was really good event. By the watermark, you can see that it's people from Moscow teams uh, made the shoot, shooting. So and this is team captain Andre Aurakman. So uh, cats won, and uh, it's really amazing uh, how. I, because I remember every time we lost like with a hundred point difference, I remember almost each of these games. I remember it's when it's and now watching people actually not only enjoying but actually achieving results um, is uh, really re really amazing and um, just uh, lots of videos uh, not to get a lot of uh, podcast time uh so last year was the pinnacle the pinnacle of russian national team we uh got the 10th 10th place out of 16 on the euro, uh, euro cup so we lost uh, the lower final bracket so we lost scotland in the final uh, uh so this this is one of the goal one of the goals Really, I'm almost crying now because this is some kind of footy I tried to build up for years when it slows, you know, the best feeling when you have two quickies with handballs and then you have a long kick and the mark. And this was, and with this game, uh, with our game we lost against uh, Scotland, uh, they're, they're tough, uh, they were a really tough side. They got a lot of people interchange. They got a lot of experience. So Jade Loss, in on each hour, good play. They just how do you say it? Mm, they di di didn't give us a chance. But again, it's a, it was amazing year for us. So uh, thank you for having us. Thank you for reaching us. Uh, if uh, anyone wants to find um, Saint Petersburg Cats, uh, it's on Facebook. Saint Petersburg Cats. Uh, please join uh, um, uh, our Facebook page, uh, see uh, what's going on. And uh, yeah, thank you very much, guys. No, thank you for joining us, mate. We uh, really appreciate it. And it's uh, great uh, to, to put some uh, photos and stuff to, the, to what you're talking about. That was fantastic. And uh, like we said, we wish you all the best with the future. I hope. You know, you, you're doing a great job with what you're already doing and I hope you're, you're only able to make it bigger and better over the next few years. And, uh, you know, who knows, you might have, uh, yeah, three or four Russian teams going around and you're yeah. able to build that competition up for you. And, uh, you know, I know Poland's working hard to, to build up their team. We just spoke with uh, uh, the Polish Devils. So I know they're ha yep. working hard to try and build it up and hopefully, yeah, uh, you guys will be taking home a, a Euro Cup in the near future. Uh, it's a hopefully, but it's a it's a long way. It's a long, long way. Yeah. Uh, 
thanks again for joining us, mate. We really do appreciate it. Okay, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the present VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of TAC's Towards Zero campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for more info because zero is the only acceptable number. Hey Siri, play the Cobra cast with the present VP.